We're still about 30 minutes away from kickoff in Ottawa. This is Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross. Louis B. sitting alongside Courtney Stephen getting set for the game between the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Red Blacks. And yes, you heard correctly, it is time for Speaking with the Enemy. Very pleased to be joined now by Ottawa Red Blacks radio analyst Jeff Avery. Jeff, a uh, wet, rainy day for football, Wednesday night football in Ottawa. What are the conditions like there? Well, it is raining as we speak, and uh, the weather forecast says it's going to continue on through the evening. So, yes, it is going to be a wet one, and one where, you know, the ball maybe popping loose is going to play a significant factor in this game. Jeff, um, this is Courtney Steven here. You guys are coming off of a bye week, and uh, the Ticats in turn actually have a short week. So, um, you know, in your experience, how have you seen teams use these weeks, whether it's a long one or a short one? How do you think that's going to play into the game tonight? Well, you know, Courtney, that uh, whenever you have shortened weeks uh, as a player, uh, recovery time isn't as good. So from the Ticats' perspective, I'm sure still some bumps and bruises, but they come from last week into this game with only making one change. The Red Blacks, with their injury list issues, they have uh, certainly appreciated the little bit of a break between getting throttled <laughs> out west and uh, coming into this Eastern game. But they haven't been able to get a, enough of the guys off the injured list. Uh, still a few significant ones, especially in the secondary with Abdelkana and uh, Sherrod Baltimore still not able to participate. So they have made some, with the time off, they have been able to get a couple of bodies back in reference to special teams, which will be uh, helpful. There has been some big plays that they've given up that they don't normally do. And so the return of uh, Brendan Glanders, special teams captain, and Nigel Romick, who has traditionally led the team in tackles, will certainly help, and from a return perspective, Devontae Deadman back in will be helpful as well, uh, field position-wise. Obviously, this this seems like it's a big game for the Ottawa Red Blacks. Like you said, they're coming off the bye week. The Ticats are playing their third-string quarterback. You look at Montreal, they're just 2-3. and three. The Ticats are just 3-3. Three and three. Might be too early to use this term, but do the Red Blacks, are, is, the, is the organization kind of looking like this as a must-win game to kind of turn around the season? From the organization perspective, they always refer to it as a just you know the next game and uh, one that they need to win. Uh, from my perspective, I think yes, uh, this is must-win time because certainly they're coming into a stretch of games against Eastern clubs, and so you know you're not dead in the water going one and five as long as you can run off victories down the road. But there's been no indication of any consistent turnaround where you'd expect them to run off a series of wins. So. You know, an opportunity here and, you know, uh, nothing against uh, David Watford because certainly all three quarterbacks for Hamilton have played well when gotten in there. And certainly his completion average last week, his, inability, or his, his ability to not turn the ball over significant factors in that win. So it, it's not an easy opportunity for them, but it is an opportunity. And so throw in again that it is an Eastern opponent, a very important game. For them, and uh, yeah, I look at it as a must-win must-win game tonight. Jeff, uh, you spoke about the return of Devontae Deadman, and we know how explosive he can be in the return game. So, talk to us a little bit about how you think he can make an impact and maybe give a spark to help that offense out and and uh, make this an interesting game. Yeah, Courtney, I, you know I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Certainly in the return game. We see his contributions. He, you know, he has that explosiveness, the, the strength in the lower body to run through tackles. The kickoff return game has been outstanding. Um, you know, punt punt return not quite up to his standards yet, but it's how they work him in 
an occasion with with the offense that can really have a significant impact on the game. I mean, he leads the league in over in combined yards, and uh, certainly Frankie Williams has got the better yards return wise. But it's because Devontae gets in in the offense and contributes both in the run game with uh, some motion plays and in the passing game. And so, yeah, he's uh, he's a guy that can have a significant impact to get this offense up and running because you know they they have an issue uh, I think with uh, with playmakers um you know and so that and in part the reason why you're seeing on the roster tonight uh, being Kenny Stafford being added onto the roster to uh, onto the roster to try and bolster that receiving core so if you get Devonte in there occasionally and hopefully Kenny Stafford can be a contributor then potentially the offense has a better opportunity to move the ball because that has been their issue Initially, those first few games with uh, Matt Nickel not being able to get any first downs really to speak of, too many two and outs. And then Dominic Davis has come in and certainly given them uh, a bit of a spark and has been able to contribute with first downs, you know, with him at the helm on almost every series. So they haven't been had the same series of two and outs, but, you know, Dominic Davis has the three and three int- interception to TD ratio, which is never something a quarterback likes to see. So hopefully back to your point that the Devontae Deadman will give him the opportunity to be a little bit more explosive offensively. Uh, obviously here in Hamilton, we're, we're familiar with Greg Knox, who uh, was a coach here at McMaster. I mean, you mentioned some of the injuries they're dealing with Abdul Kane. Uh, you know, it, it's it's not one of the one of the key ones, uh, of course we know. But uh, what what have you seen him kind of do in his role to start the season? Considering you know that the defense started so well in the last two games, how do you expect him to kind of bounce back? And uh, and as well with Mike Benavides, two two experienced guys in this Canadian game, how do you expect them to to bounce back after maybe some subpar defensive outings the last couple of times out? Yeah, well, you know, overall the whole season that they've just been giving up too many yards and too many first downs, too many of everything. What they did early in the year was they, you know, stiffened as they got their backs up against the end zone. So the old bend don't break scenario was applicable back then. And, and a big part of that was Abdul Kana just uh, making big plays, you know, an interception return for a touchdown, basically win the game out in Edmonton. But, you know, he he's a playmaker. And and Mike Benavides, as, as you know, the coordinator, he's a guy that has a, a tremendous amount of experience in the league. He likes to bring pressure. He likes to bring pressure from different uh, different parts of the defense. So and we've seen a little bit of everything, but still just an, an inability to get to the quarterback. There, there's still only 10 sacks on the season, and they just need to, uh, you know, need to get more pressure on the quarterback. I mean, apologies, I said 10 sacks. It's nine sacks on the season. And, you know, they – they just need to get more pressures. You know, Courtney knows from a defense perspective, sacks aren't everything. It's getting in the face of the quarterback, disrupting the quarterback, getting pressures on the quarterback, getting him off his spot, standing in there, you know, drop back passing situations. So, and they just haven't been getting those pressures. So I'm, I'm sure we'll continue to see Mike Benavides try and dial up some unusual pressures and we'll see if it'll work tonight. Get some, get you know, some help getting on some pressure on Watford. Absolutely. And talking about playmakers, I know that, you know, sometimes when you don't have that one person in the lineup that you, uh, you know, you're so used to going to, whether it be the Brad Sinopoli or if you go back in time talking about, you know, the Greg Ellingsons and, um, you know, the key players, uh, there's often a time for somebody to emerge as that new guy, right? And who do you think could be some of those, you know, maybe unsung or, or less uh, popular guys in the lineup that, that have a chance to emerge and really cement themselves as uh, key contributors? 
Yeah, you know, it's uh, we you look for you're right. You know, you look for that one guy that you can count on. And you know, we thought uh, coming this season that R.J. Harris might you know come come to that point in his career, but you know, he's had a couple of opportunities, deep balls that have just gone off the fingertips, and it's not a not a knock on him, but you know that. The, the players that you're counting on, they make those plays, whether they have to leave their feet, whatever they have to do to, to make those catches. And he just hasn't been able to get that, make that next step. Now, a Devontae Dedman can be a guy that can, can come in and be a guy you can count on. He certainly give us given us every indication, but the club is not, they don't want to put him in on a regular basis offensively because they value him so much on the special teams. And so, I'm not sure we'll get that from him. And, you know, when you look across the rest of the roster, we kind of thought Ryan Davis, and he has certainly proven to be a, a contributor offensively, uh, but uh, they've had trouble getting him the ball vertically. Uh, just early in the season, Matt Nichols didn't do a great job of getting vertical against any defenses, so everything was horizontal. And, again, Courtney, you know, uh, you'd like to see guys running across the field because you can string it out and restrict yards getting downfield. So, you know, there's nobody really that I can, I can put my finger on that's going to jump out and say, this guy can be the guy. Because even when you get a guy like Kenny Stafford in, you know, he's not been a, a number he has not been a one a one number one guy wherever he's been really he's been a very good contributor but not the guy you're looking for and maybe you look to a Terrence Williams you know, that's come in six years in Dallas and they've got him on they've got him here now on the practice roster maybe he's a guy that come in and be that guy time will tell but that's one thing with Ottawa they just haven't had that guy in 2021. Jeff, before we let you go, I uh, usually ask uh, the, the, the enemies in this Speaking with the Enemy segment. Uh, my typical question here, and that is, uh, I want you to finish this sentence, that the Ottawa Red Blacks will win this game if? <laughs> There's a lot of ifs, but I'll go with one. If they win the turnover battle. Uh, if they can win the turnover battle, I think they have a better chance, a better chance than average to win this game. And uh, to that point, I mean, we talked about the conditions. Do you, do you feel like it was maybe sort of they, they knew the weather, they saw the weather forecast as something maybe they, they took a little bit extra time in ball security at practice this week? I would hope so. <laughs> Look at the weather <laughs> forecast. Two hands in the balls, boy, when you're going through the line of scrimmage and hang on when you guys got, got guys approaching. <laughs> well said. Jeff, really appreciate you doing this. Thanks for checking in with us. Thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. That's Jeff Avery. He's a radio analyst for the Ottawa Red Blacks on TSN 1200 in Ottawa. All right, we're getting closer to kickoff, just a few short minutes away. But before we do that, we'll get Courtney's car start keys to victory, and then we'll hand it off to RJ Broadhead and Andy Fantuz in the booth. You're listening to Hamilton Tiger Cats pregame, presented by Active Green and Ross on the Tiger Cats Audio Network.